Have you been hitting the books and listening to lectures all day? It's time to relax, to unwind, and listen up. This is Brooke from Campus Chronicles, your go-to podcast for everything student life. No matter where you are in your academic journey, we have you covered. Think of us as a trusted mentor, friend, and confidant who always has your back. We'll be sharing inspiring stories, thought-provoking insights, and practical advice to help you succeed in and out of the classroom. So get ready to be inspired, enlightened, and entertained. Hello, hello, everyone. I could not be more incredibly excited to introduce you to the amazing woman that we have here today. Her name is Sonia Kasike, and she is from Discover You, and she has the most infectious energy. Thank you for being here today. Brooke, thank you for inviting me. And I love our energy. We connected from the first email we felt and synchronized each other. So I'm really glad about this opportunity. I'm so excited too. And Sonia does a lot in terms of career exploration. And before we even hopped on this podcast, the two of us were talking about what a misunderstood field career exploration really is. How did you get started? So a little bit of backstory. I've been in education for 18 years. I started as a high school teacher and I taught biology for about four years, but then the rest of my years as an educator, I taught uh, CTE, which is career technical in education. In that specific position that I had. I was uh, the coordinator over the pharmacy tech program. And that's what we did. We talked about career explorations, how you could use the pharmacy tech program to go into other careers, et cetera. And um, I received my master's as a certified school counselor. And I stayed home for a couple of years being a mom of twins. And I really wanted to integrate everything I've learned, including being um being a certified school counselor and really helping all students get what most career and technical education students get, which is career exploration. Uh, if you have, if you're teaching um, science or English, if you're a teacher who teaches, um, you know, core classes, you're mainly focused on the subject. But I wanted to take it to the next level is really getting students at the high school level and college level to see beyond the classroom. And how am I going to use what I'm learning now into a career? But we can't get to we can't get to the career if we haven't started exploring the options out there. And um, it's a long, it's a long answer for, for, a, for a small question, but I think it's important. If our students are only surrounded by a certain network or a small community or a certain type of person, a very narrow subset of people. Yes. Then that's all, you know, and let's just say your parents have actually, I, I just had this conversation with a parent. Um, <laughs> she said, and her story is this pretty an amazing story that all of her family are doctors. And she just assumed and knew her child was going to be a doctor. Like, everybody else in their family. And it wasn't until he was a senior in high school that he said, not going to be a doctor. <laughs> Broke her heart. And she said she cried and, you know, she had to get past it. But he really had a passion for IT and development and creation of apps. Long, long stories short to say that he actually just got a contract with Apple to create an app. Got a full ride scholarship. And he's doing phenomenal. 
So I share this because it doesn't matter if, you know, you have a, a, whatever your network is, you only know what you know. So it's only through career exploration that can really explore the opportunities that are out there that are aligned to who you are. And I think that's a, a key, key factor in this decision. It is. And I love that you mentioned his skills, right? Because he had a certain passion. And oftentimes when you have a passion for something, your skill set aligns. But we don't always sit down with young people and say, oh my goodness, you are an amazing you know, articulator. Have you ever thought about doing something where you're front facing or you're speaking or, oh my goodness, you know, you really excel in the tech field. You really excel in the numbers field. Have you thought about finance? Because those skills will usually lead you where you're meant to go. You know, there are, there are rare exceptions to that, but we don't talk about skills enough and how those skills are transferable to the real world beyond high school or beyond university. Oh, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, to any of our student listeners, for example, let's just say you were very creative and and you drew, you know, these amazing pictures and things growing up. You know what most parents say? They say, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's focus on a career that's more aligned, you know, to getting a, you know, higher, higher pay or, or whatever. Instead of really saying to, to saying to you as a student, wow, you're very creative, you're very artistic, you're very detailed. Those adjectives can transfer to many career options, not just an artist. And I think that's where we try to um, open this conversation to parents is see beyond even what parents know. Most parents would just think, oh, you're a drawer, you want to be an artist. Yes, but those are skills that can, I mean, you can create web design, you can create whole marketing, you know, a whole marketing project. I mean, there's so many things that you can do with those skills. Right. And most artists are visionaries. And if we think outside of the box, right, creatives are often visionaries. People that are good at numbers are often, you know, very detail oriented. They're often excellent at keeping things in charge, excellent at control, leadership skills. All of that matters. But we don't often sit down to take the time to look at that, right? And say, oh my goodness, my child's great at art. Therefore, my child can see the big picture and, and, you know, how does the big picture benefit them? How does the big picture serve their world and their community beyond their school journey? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's how I became so passionate about career exploration is really giving students the opportunity to see beyond. A lot of college students, if you ask them right now what they what they want to do with their degree, really don't know. They're just, you know, following a a degree because either that's what they thought they wanted to do or what they were told. But we really need to see beyond that. So what are you going to do with the degree once you graduate? And actually, the work starts starts at the campus. (laughs) It's it really does. It starts at the campus by exploring um, internships, externships. unpaid volunteer work. I mean, there's so many options, shadowing, networking, building your community. There's so many ways that you can gain direct access to the professional world while you're in college to kind of get you those skills and to kind of help you find where you want to go with your degree. Please, students, do not wait until you've graduated and you're crossing, you know, walking the stage with your degree, and then you're going to figure it all out afterwards. That's not going to work out. And I think that there's a shame in changing paths or changing degrees. For so many people, there's a stigma. I went in and I thought I was pre-med and then I found out I I in fact wasn't pre-med and was something else, right? That can be a really emotion-heavy, shame-filled path. And I'm always really big on telling people, everyone changes degrees. 
because you don't see the comprehensive picture until you're in it. And that's why the exploration is so important, right? Is if you think you want to be a broadcaster or a journalist, write stories, do new newscasts, do broadcast. Is that really the lifestyle that you're looking to have day in and day out? And if that's not a yes, there is no shame in changing paths. There is no shame in, in changing paths or exploring what else you can do within that same degree plan. And that's something that a lot of people do. So, and I don't, I'm not going to say do or don't. I'm just saying, look at your options. You might need to change degree plan, or you might need to look at your degree plan through a different set of lenses. Um, one, one thing that I really recommend all students is create your LinkedIn account. If you haven't done so, go right now and create that LinkedIn account. That is a free resource for career exploration. You can literally type in your degree plan, find people who have graduated from your same um, college or university, find ones that have a similar, um, similar degree, see what they're working in right now with their degree. Chances are they might not be using their degree directly, but you can connect with them and say, hey, how did you get into this industry with this degree? Or, you know, look at job titles. That's another thing that's important. There's so many resources that are out there. One of them, definitely LinkedIn. Do you think that there's a tie between mental health and career exploration? I think there's a tie, not necessarily in, in career exploration directly, but in the career itself. And I think that's very important. And, and not just, I mean, not even just career itself, even school itself. If we don't start talking and openly about mental health, then when we get into our career and we're pressed and we have timelines. And you think that you're the only crazy one. Yes, yes. And you're like, how is people, how are people doing this? Then you don't have the tools and resources available. I call it adulty adulting. How are all these people adulty adulting around me? I love that. I love that. So the earlier we start talking about, um, you know, self-care and overall wellness, then the more tools and strategies we have in our bucket list. So when we do have um, stressful situations later in adult life, then we have those tools and, re and resources. But that's needed even at the college setting. I always tell our students, I want you to enjoy the journey. And that's, and I'm saying it not because I did it. I'm saying it because I didn't do it. And I realized as an adult, like I was so focused on my end goal that I forgot to enjoy the journey. Like really just truly be present in what I'm doing. And that's what I encourage students is, you know, to really be present and enjoy what you're doing. Yes, it can be stressful and and yes, there are times you just wish you'd be done and you graduate. But guess what? When you go to work, you're going to have those same feelings like, oh, I just wished a day. And you don't get it back. College is very unique or university is very unique in that you don't get it back. It's a very particular subset of your life that you will never have those exact feelings again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's important for them to, to stay grounded. And again, I... Personally, I didn't realize this until I became an adult. I had suffered from anxiety. I was never diagnosed or never told, but I had the consequences of it. And I didn't realize it until I became an adult. And I was like, I'm actually, I'm actually not able to perform in certain adult um, work activities or events because I'm suffering from anxiety. If this would have been... Um, found out or if I would have been discovered this earlier, then I would have had all my tools and resources earlier in my life. So mental health is key. 
I think also we mentioned this earlier, we are bombarded with so much information nowadays with social media and just the internet and the easy access to everything. It's a blessing, but it's a blessing in disguise because, you know, now we have way too much information. People who have ADD or ADHD tendencies, it's even worse because they don't know how to handle so much information. So I think the mental health is is more crucial now because we're exposed to more things that can cause us to go over that, over that, you know, tipping point of mental health. And with career, how will that career impact your mental health is huge. Careers that work odd hours, right? Broadcasting is one of those careers. Careers that work odd hours. If you're a very social person, how will that impact you? You know, if you do want to have a partner later in life or if you're already partnered, how will this career impact your relationship? Those are all questions that are super crucial to ask that I know I didn't ask. I didn't ask any of those questions whatsoever. I was so focused on the glitz and the glam. I was like, oh my goodness, but this is what I want to do. And didn't necessarily think about how it was going to toll my mental health. And it does. Absolutely. And you bring up a good point, Brooke, um, because the, the style of life that a certain career expects of you might not be what you value and that's a that's a great great question to ask yourself is does this lifestyle align to my personal core values for example my my personal core values are family community and service if there is any job that compromises any of those three i'm not going to be happy so i need to find careers that align with my personal values so i can feel fulfilled. And and those core values will be different for every single person. And it will also change in the season of life that you're in. So just like I said, with the career exploration, always leave that door slightly open. Know that too. And you're going to live different seasons of your life. But for the season of your life that you're in, does this career, does this um, job align with who you are right now and what you value the most? I think that's very important because if you're going to be um, in a job that doesn't align well, that's going to increase anxiety, um, loneliness, frustration, you know, all of these triggers that's going to affect our overall health and well-being. You're making me think of my my close friend. Uh, he was always getting, you know, wanting to get his big break. He's an entertainer and we grew up doing entertainment and he he recently got it, but he got married one month before he got his big break. And he had a little boy from a previous relationship who's only two. And he's expressed via Facebook a couple of times how hard it's been. You know, that thing he wanted. Now he's going to be on a cruise ship. He's going to be away from his child for nine, potentially more months. That's a long time in the life of a two-year-old. You know, in, in the life of a new wife. Um, so I think really trying to be, and this is really challenging, but thinking in the future. You know, entertainment is the one that comes to mind because it's so easy. Do I want to be a cruise ship or a Broadway stage entertainer, or do I want to do art in a different way? You know, do I want to be a nonprofit director so that I can be home with my family more? And just getting really creative about how to use your passions to align and not being completely stuck on your original thought. Absolutely. Um, ex continue exploring. The career exploration is not going to end once you graduate. I think our parents' generation was the type that they would, you know, aspire to get a, find a career um, or a position at a big company, one that you're going to be there for the rest of your life and retire from that company. And that's just not re reality now, especially with uh, technology and AI and everything. It's, it's changing right now as we speak. 
the professional industry is changing as we speak. So we have to evolve. And if you stay true to your values, your interests, your skills, your abilities, I think you can be successful in any areas, but you have to go back to who you are as a person. And I, I love the story that you shared because um, it also lets me know that it is still a true reality that's still happening out there. That's why we need to make sure that, you know, you and I and, and people who are advocates, you know, continue to talk about this very important subject. But at the same time, you know, in, ex in scenarios like those, we go back to the person's transferable skills. Okay, you are, you are valued because of so many other things. How can you use those traits into another profession or another job title that aligns with who you are? Mm -hmm. And what you need in that season. Yes, what you need in that season. I mean, there was a time, so I was very career driven. And when I was pregnant with my twins, I was going to go back and I was like, I'm going to go back to work. And I remember my principal saying, are you sure? I said, oh, I'm coming back. And a month after having my twins, I picked up the phone. I was like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> um, and of course they understood, but that, that time that I wanted to spend with them, I would never gain it back. And, you know, if we have, if we have any listeners, college students, females or males, because now, you know, staying at home is for both males and females and um, moms or dads. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. If that is what you choose to do, do not be afraid because when you are ready to come back to the workforce or to your career, it's going to be right there. Just remember that as you're staying at home, like for example, me, when I sit at home, I was still using my skills by building community with parent groups and parent workshops. And, you know, so I was still using my skills. So I never lost that. So never forget, never lose staying true to who you are, no matter what season you're in and your skills are still going to be developing. Mm -hmm. I love that example about staying home because it can be really villainized in our society now and it shouldn't be. You know, I'm the product of a stay at home mom. I was actually, um, my mom homeschooled me my entire life. So it is, it, if that's something that you want to do, it is so worth it. If that's on your heart, it really is. If you were able to give two to three pieces of advice, sort of like gold nuggets that you want people to take from this conversation and start to implement, what would those two to three gold nuggets be? And I know that's a hard question. Yeah. Yep. No. Nope. You know what? It's hard, but it isn't. The first one is discover who you are. Do a lot of self-discovery. And if you have a little bit, if you have, if this is difficult for you, if you're a student listener and you're like, you know, I just don't know who I am anymore because this is, you know, this is what I thought I wanted and this is what I've been told. But go back to your childhood memories. Those, those little tips are right there. Go back to your core nature when you were a child. Ask your parents what lit you up, what made you happy. Um, you know, tell them to describe adjectives. Adjectives is a great way for us to find our ourself um, when you were little. And so that's one way that I would, that, that's one thing that I would tell students is discover more who you are, ask yourself more of the why questions. And then the second one is never be afraid. Because unfortunately, our system, and let me give you a little bit of a, of a break. If you think like, oh my gosh, I'm so hard on myself. Let me give you a little bit of a break by telling you it's not your fault because we've been created in a system, an education system to 
pass, fail, right? Either you pass a class or you fail. So we've been accustomed to this terminology early on in career life. It's very hard for us to change that from one day to the next. So don't be so hard on yourself on that, but give yourself a break because I think there's so, there's so much that we can learn from quote unquote failures or when things don't go the way we plan, you will look back and you'll be like, oh, that's why it happened because I had to learn this or I acquired this new skill set or, or this knowledge. So use opportunities when things don't go your way. Think about what did I learn in the process and how is that making me better? Because a lot of the people who have been the most successful is probably because things didn't go their way for many, many times and they learn from those experiences. <laughs> oh my goodness, this interview has been full of so many gems, so much fun, so much laughter. Thank you so much for sharing. It's, you know, sharing all your wisdom, spending all your time with me this afternoon. I am so appreciative. Is there any parting words of wisdom you'd like to share beyond what you've already said? No, other than, you know, you know what? I'm not going to say no. Yes, I do. And it's communication is key to whether it's communication with your parents, communication with your professors, communication with future um, uh, future employers, like be open and communicate because we're losing that skill. And that's something that AI will not replace. It will never be replaced. You heard it from the woman here. Communicate. And I always say um, clear is kind. So when you're communicating, be clear. That's very kind. That's being kind to the listeners, to the people, and to the world around you. I love that imparting word of wisdom. I'm so glad you changed that no to a yes. Look at, look at her. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Yes, absolutely, Brooke. And I, I'm so glad that we are in partnership with the same goal of really helping our youth be, you know, find their career path, be aligned, and enjoy the journey. And if people want to connect with you, they want to get to know you, can they find you? So my favorite uh, spot, social spot is LinkedIn and Instagram. So you can go to LinkedIn, just search for my name, Sonia Cacique. Um, I'm sure Brooke will have the name spelled out in the show notes. Uh, Instagram, I'm at Sonia.Cacique. And come check out my website. You can find my website at collegecareerready.org. So it's all one word, collegecareerready.org. And definitely go connect with her. She's so friendly. She is as much fun as she seems in this episode. And thank you to all of our beautiful listenership for joining us on another episode of the Campus Chronicles. Yay! Thank you for joining me on Campus Chronicles. I hope you found our discussion informative, inspiring, entertaining, and fun. We are always working hard to make sure that our episodes are the very best they can be which means we need your help. If you liked what you heard, remember to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast platform and drop us a review. It helps us to connect with more students who are hungry for success. And remember, the journey never stops. Keep listening, keep learning, keep growing. See you next week for another amazing episode of Campus Chronicles.